Hello and welcome to The Stream, a podcast where we talk about movies. My name is John Carlo Altuve and joining me as always, the president of a South Philly Emirate and the Criterion Nigerian from Ethiopia, it's Nader Samara. Was that in Johnny Boy? Not much, man. What's happening with you, Nader? I just have a toilet seat on my head and that's it. It's not a toilet seat. It's a beacon of justice. Nader, today's episode is episode 58 of the stream, the Von Miller episode. Uh, uh, I've ever told you my, my uh, Von Miller story, John? Very. You, of course, of course, I know your Von Miller story, but please share it for the audience. Oh, okay. Oh, I was in the, I was in the, I, I can't even tell if you're being sarcastic or not, actually, by the way. I am. Okay. <laughs> um, uh. Uh, friend's birthday party, Las Vegas, 2017. Happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> yep, you got it, in uh, Cinco de Mayo, 2017. Uh, I'm at a club. Von Miller is in front of me, uh, as well as uh, another uh, Denver Bronco defensive lineman or linebacker. My friend bumps me. I spill my entire drink on Von Miller's Ed Hardy head hat. Um, I am immediately thrown out of the club that furthermore they take my driver's license and they say you can't come back to this club now granted at this point in time i have a maryland driver's license i'm living in new york and i'm at a license and i'm at a birthday party in las vegas so i gotta stay the stakes for not returning to this very specific club in uh, lv pretty low but they were adamant that i'm not allowed back in and uh, i guess my change of state doesn't matter they can't take your license They they did. Then they told me I could. It was like a mob hit. It was like a whole situation where like I don't. The, the only reason I got it back was because my my a female friend I was with uh, uh, gave Von Miller uh, her number and she was like, "Can I have Low Man's ID back?" And he was like, uh, "I'll make some calls." <laughs> I got my ID back vis a vis her. True story. Well, that's exciting. It it was not. It was fucked up. Can you imagine losing your ID in Vegas, John? <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. Uh, it sounds like a nightmare. I will say, though, this is, as everyone can tell at this point, a podcast about movies. Today's episode, we are going to be reviewing the reboot, soft reboot of uh, Standalone Suicide sequel. Squad. Standalone sequel. <laughs> is that what they're calling the proper, it? The, uh, that's the proper term. I don't give a shit what anyone's calling it, but that, that's what it is. It is a standalone sequel. Okay, we'll get more into that, uh, of the Suicide Squad, and then we will be uh, in our buffering segment going back to our uh, seasonal reviews. We are doing the fall of the year 2003. Nodder. Johnny. A starfish is a nickname for a butthole. We watch the Suicide Squad. You know the deal? successfully complete the mission, you get 10 years off your sentence. You fail to follow my orders in any way, and I detonate the explosive device in the base of your skull. So this is the famous Suicide Squad. You think you think Pete Davidson in this movie? He is not. You think a weasel is in this movie? He is. Amanda Waller is cracking jokes with Steve G. Uh, golf clubs. 
Cena and his weenies. Idris doing uh, a normal fun movie that is good, which we strangely don't have enough of. Rick Flag accent. It's evolved. <laughs> Starro. Doctor Who with the battery head. What's a, what's a better outfit? Idris in the Wimbledon jacket and Black Panther beret or Polka Dot Man? Who's to say Suicide Squad? Nailed it. Uh, got it in one. Nader, we watched what you're calling the standalone sequel to <laughs> Suicide Squad. I'm calling... I, I, I don't I don't know what uh how this is a sequel other than it's it seems like it takes place in the same world but if it, it it's it also just kind of ignores um I feel like the, Harley the worst Quinn, movie. Yeah, it's the best. Harley That's... Quinn's character is like part of this universe but there it feels like they were just trying to ignore as much as they could of the original movie. Um but yeah, this is directed by uh Actually, I should say, it's from the terrifyingly... Twisted terrifying mind. mind. By the way, what a choice, God. all things considering. A little housekeeping here. This this is from James Please. Gunn, uh, famously yeah. of the so of the, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise. He was canceled amongst tweets uh, from 2007 where he would make pedophile jokes on a pretty uh, repetitive basis and uh, was kicked off Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 by Disney. He was months later then hired by DC for his twisted mind to make the Suicide Squad movie, and we all accepted it, prompting Disney to be like, oh, word, then he back on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So let it be known, sometimes being canceled can get you a $5 million check. It's almost like cancel is the wrong word. So, um... (laughs) Uh, yeah, he was put to task for some terrible tweets he had that were just bad, bad jokes from anyone. And, uh, you know, I mean, listen, if I, uh, didn't clear my Twitter history from, uh, <laughs> when I first got on Twitter, yeah, there were some bad jokes on there too that I wouldn't be proud of, but, uh, yeah. I feel like you have not... like 11 tweets to this day. Well, that's cause I cleared my entire Twitter history. Were you really uh, a guy my... on Twitter having opinions? That was you? That was your I personality. Was early, I was I was an early Twitter guy. I feel like you're early every social meds, and then you're like, "This is dumb." Just as early, so then you never get to ride the wave with everyone else. <laughs> Almost one hundred percent. What's the point, dude? That doesn't sound like fun at all. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, it's not. Um. So this is a movie that uh, it's all about. Um, Pete uh, Davidson. What's his name? It's all about Michael Rooker. Uh, it starts off with it's all him. about Shira. We get we get introduced to I want to say his name is Savant. Hundred percent. Okay. All right. I need to ask you a serious question. So it's a fake out the opening of this movie where they make it seem like Michael. A- as is as is the first deal. movie, by the way. But yes, continue. I don't remember the first movie. The that first movie, well. there are about four or five named actors that me and you would like know by face at least um, that die uh, within the first like five to ten minutes of the movie, something like that. Well, so it's it's Michael Rooker, it's um, Pete Davidson, Nathan J- Fillion, Pete Davidson, Billy Magnuson, uh, Jai Courtney. Yeah. Uh, so they have all these guys, and that of go course, to this thing, and of course, brother of the director, Sean Gunn as Weasel. You see that shoulder work? That that Weasel walking away was hilarious. <laughs> Weasel's fucking weird, man. You see the post credit uh, so scene? Them, the post credit Weasel, and I did. Uh, and Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn shows up with them. Uh, they all die except for. Uh, Rick Rick Flag is that what he goes is that his name? Uh, yes, as well as the person with a solo yeah. movie, Harley Quinn. No, no, no. I'm saying Rick Flag gets uh, captured, uh, as does Harley Quinn. And, and you know what? We, Rick Flag does die. 
He does die eventually. Uh, we flashback, flashback three days earlier, and they show the setup for the actual Suicide Squad that we'll be following uh, going forward, head by Idris Alba. Um, he t- teams up with, we got John Cena as the Peacemaker. Just Peacemaker. Who's, who's essentially just like... A douchey Captain America. I don't know how else to describe it. I'm going to say douchey does not do enough justice. I'm going to say like a murderous right-winged Captain America. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Uh, by the way, all these characters are legit DC characters in comics? Every single one? Ridiculous. Especially Star of the Conqueror. The That's the one that I was like, man, I'm pretty hyped that they did this. As far as like giant kaiju shits or whatever the guy says, we got a motherfucking kaiju in his shit. And I was like, yeah, Steve yes, we do. Does, does, does yell that. It's at pretty some good. Point. So, so it's uh, it's Idris Alba's Bloodsport, which I'm pretty sure is a John Van Damme movie, not a name of a superhero. But it is whatever. both, and he came first. <laughs> <laughs> Se- uh, sexual. Peacemaker. Sexually. You have um, uh, King Shark, who has got another name that I... That, that's got, that was that was Sly, right? I was like, Sly's in this movie. He's it is Sly Stallone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, he has yeah, to and be. And they the don't have the shark shadow box. What a missed opportunity. I mean, the, they um, they went mustache, which, by the way, Sylvester's never had. That's an homage to the mustache Sylvester Stallone wishes he always had. Think about it. Yes. Uh huh. No stash. This is his mustache. No stash. It was a fin. Um, and then there's uh, Polka Dot Boy. What's his name? Polka dot man? Uh, sure, let's go with boy. I mean, at, at one point he was, then he had some problems, some uh, falling out with his mother, and now he polka dot man. And then we got Ratcatcher 2, who his father is uh, Portuguese. Unexpected cameo, unexpected cameo by, from fucking By the uh, best Taika Portuguese Waititi. actor of our time, I would say. Taika Waititi. Well, why make him who, Portuguese? The, actor, the actress who plays uh, Ratcatcher 2, is she por- legit Portuguese? I never heard, I've never seen her before. I, know I have no it. idea. I just don't understand why this movie, A, uh, during like the Olympics, like during its biggest TV spots, they decide to uh, play the clip of, uh, of Harley Quinn saying, Gracias. It's like, well, what a choice. And B, uh, why does Taco Atiti ha- uh, have to be Portuguese instead of just literally nowhere? I'm going to say. Does it matter? Doesn't matter. Um, well, I guess that actress had a heavy enough accent that felt they need to address it. I don't know. I'll look at it right now. Talk, uh, talk your talk. Sure. So, uh, yeah, so then this, this whole crew... You sound like a white uh, guy that the, never heard that phrase before, by the way. Sure! I, <laughs> Big time. Sure. I can't wait for you to hear that I, back. <laughs> absolutely. So the, uh... Whatever the, you the say, brother crew, man. The original crew was used as <laughs> a, a decoy for them to invade this island that has this... Um, star giant starfish. That's uh, Starro the Conqueror, baby. Sure, Starro the Conqueror. That's being used. Sure, like I'm making it up. Making it up. You you might as well be. This is so ridiculous. The plot of this movie. Um, Nathan Fillion's fucking arms detached. That was, cr- and then he's like fake punching. I don't know. I mean, punching is is way overselling what he did. It was it was it was like muted, like like slapping. Yeah, yeah. It was more like um, rubbing. Also, there's a dude who's got like fucking things in his head. Bad oh, that guy's the thinker. That guy. He's a, first of all, was... he's a doctor. Who? Yeah, Doctor Greaves. I think it was. Oh, I don't okay, know. His anyway, name is the know. thinker in the comics. Oh, there was a javelin boy too. I think that was Magnuson. Wasn't that Billy Magnuson? That's uh, that's Flula Borg, who I've only Flula just heard Borg. of. Flula Borg. That sounds so made up. He, 
He was on uh, Conan O'Brien's podcast recently, and he's hilarious. Uh, I'm looking for, oh, yeah, Daniela Mature. Okay, all right. Daniela Mature. Well, she's five years younger than me, almost to the day. That's fun. Happy birthday. Every time. Oh, my God. Uh, You really don't remember the first one at all? Because I want to talk about how uh, Joel came I do remember parts of it. I don't remember that fake out in the beginning, though. Uh, uh, Oh, let me see what we got here. Yep, Portuguese, you called it. Of course. Yeah, she's Portuguese, so Taika Waititi had to be. Right. Yeah. And I love how in Portugal everyone speaks English. Love well, that's because that. this is uh, Alice Braga reprising her role from City of God. This is the sequel, Suicide of God, baby. <laughs> All right. So, um, initial thoughts of this movie before we get into the nitty. Uh, I, ver- uh, I very much like this movie. This movie was very fun, it was very funny. Um, I have a lot of quotes. This movie is made of quotes. Let me know when you want me to get to them. Um, and uh, this is. I'm going to say the best blockbuster released straight to uh, uh, whatever uh, streaming services in the pandemic. This is this I is better than Wonder Woman. This is better than you know Godzilla vs Kong. All the big ones. Sorry, Space Jam. This is the best one. Okay, I will say that I did not enjoy this movie very much. That's fair. It sounds like you don't remember the uh, first one at all. I remember there was like I, I would say that this is definitely better than the first one. I definitely enjoyed parts of this more. The improvement I just is felt staggering. <laughs> it is definitely staggering. I will give you that. But I thought the first movie was god awful. I thought literally I thought there was one good scene. I think that Harley Quinn and Idris Elba are really good in this movie. And after that, it's a dramatic drop off. Like dramatic drop off. A- answer and me. M- ma- Go ahead. Answer me this, John. Name Please. the Idris Elba action movie that he uses his natural accent in uh and is also as funny as he is like you know in the action guy name that movie because this motherfucker's been in the game for like 30 years at this point um and this is honestly the first one i i I think as an idris elba action comedy alone this movie's awesome just in that um, regard, just him and Cena so is enough for me. Action I don't know. I mean, has he been in any other action comedies? Well that I'm I'm I was combining the two categories. I'm saying that Idris Elba I feel like is an actor that we all like but actually is not in a bunch of great movies. Um and is and is very rarely the um like the lead uh, of those movies. Um so well, I think he is in a he is in another action comedy coming up that just announced that he will be playing the roles Knuckles. of Knuckles in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah. Um I thought he was fist. hilarious in he Concrete so, Cowboy. Oh my god. Um, not as funny as Beast of No Nation in terms of Netflix comedies. As far, yes, I mean he's hilarious in uh, Star Trek Beyond, uh, <laughs> or uh, one through three, all great. Um, but yeah, no, I mean honestly, uh, yeah, that's where I like really fell in love with this movie. And um, what I was saying earlier about Joel Kinman's accent, he literally has had five years of real time like acting experience to get that accent together because he is one of those people that I used to get really mad at for the wrong reasons, which is uh he mm-hmm. was just he was he was like legit born in three places. I think he was born in like America, Sweden and one other random place like by the time he was six or seven something something ridiculous like an army brat type situation and those people sure. always have like weird ass accents. He definitely is Swedish American. Yes, that. exactly yeah exactly. Um and uh his accent in the first one was horrible and inconsistent and I was just happy that his accent was consistent. So that I didn't, that, I didn't mind him. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, I, I point, point out the the issues you have with this movie because it ain't Cena, it ain't Idris. It's it, this movie is trying too hard to be so funny and so like, aren't we so smart? Um, smart? 
Yes. No. Definitely like not. Me, smart. No, no, I'm sorry. Okay. My my cam my my camera work is so smart. Everything I'm doing is is like you, lo- you all the fuck- really. So all the little stupid things with like the the, the background doing like what's that? Like the flowers and stuff with Margot and the dress and what are you, what are we talking? No, actually, I didn't mind that one as much. But I'm like like talking that, more yeah. about like. Uh, but like the the fight scene on the fucking helmet, like all right, how many times? Have oh, you seen, see, like, shit but see like that. that. But see, first of all, a bunch. Is that your answer? You've seen helmet fights yeah. a lot. What are you talking? About? Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> like the reflection, like a something I shiny surface that. that uses a reflection but that, for like. But a, I, oh, I thought there was actually restraint used there because there's a moment when you're like, they gonna do the whole fight like this, and they don't. It's it's like I maybe it's like a second or two long, but that that entire sequence you're bitching and moaning about right now, John, is like less than ten seconds. But it was just filled with that. Like every time they did like uh, something in the background to show you like what the the setting up the scene like instead of using title cards, like I I I mean that's that's everything. That's every Marvel movie. That's every blockbuster. I know. I hate that. People are obsessed with titles and dates and that kind of stuff. We're in Corto Maltese. It could have been a fictitious country for all I gave a shit. Yeah. Well, that's fine. And um, as far as fake flag goes, it felt like. It was a little too European. The colors, because usually flags are the colors are regional. It's not a I'm fake a flag. That's a, that's Corto Maltese, the country. Corto Maltese is not a country, Nutter. Yes, it is. Oh yeah, <laughs> Corto <laughs> Maltese. It's an island. I knew I was right. Fuck you. Oh man, it's never mind. Re- nope, 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 nope. It's okay. a fictional place yep. that was originally created for Batman. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, there you go. Hey, uh, go ahead, cut that. Nope. <laughs> um, There's real pictures felt, when you Google it, for the record. That's all I'm saying. Did you feel like Viola Davis' character was, I felt like they're trying too hard to make her so evil in this one? No, see, now you're, wow, we really had different opinions on this movie. I think they were trying so hard to make her funny. She was the only one that I was like, why are they forcing her to be, like, mean boss for, for like but like from horrible bosses or something like i, I don't know what her well, yeah, they did, well honestly her I whole like, crew was like i didn't really give a shit about the uh the, the steve, steve aegean company steve A-G. the text <laughs> the, the text making the bets i was like this is whatever i don't really care yeah well i yeah i didn't like most of that um most of the- I, I i didn't like a lot of this movie i thought that it was just like i don't know so do you so this is kind of like Deadpool with me, where it's like kill shot comedy. Where I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just not my genre. I just, I just I, I'm not, I'm not digging it. This isn't as bad as a Deadpool too. I didn't, I don't like Deadpool either. I feel like this is that same kind of like we're gonna shock you with our really clever R-rated humor, in a, and then we're uh, and murdering hundreds of people while we're at it. I don't, uh, I don't agree with them feeling like they're shocking anyone, but with this especially considering that it's a sequel like it's the same it's the same kind of comedy it's just way better because a comedian because a comedic writer wrote it instead of goddamn david ayer (laughs) who's hilarious weird choice yeah um i don't know man i just it didn't work for me i just i did not i really thought it was it was would you you, you watch this like rails of cocaine at four o'clock in the morning while you were doing cartwheels i know you're always watching movies at real times I watched this in the middle of the afternoon today, and I really just did not enjoy it. But still, with the reels of cocaine in the car, was I got you. Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think it's more of a, a nighttime watch. I think you didn't watch it at the right time of day. It's definitely a have a I couple think, beers and drink it at night movie. I think King Shark is a terrible character. Wow. 
Wow. They're trying they're trying too hard to make him to be like the Groot uh or whatever. Like it's just like he's the uh the lovable like they want to make him that a is what cuddly. He, yes, he is lovable. You didn't think he was lovable? You're dead inside. No, I didn't I didn't I didn't like King Shark at wow. all. Wow. I thought it was it was too much. And maybe it was because I knew the voice was Sylvester Stallone and I don't like him. Maybe that was part of it. <laughs> but <laughs> I actually think that I think Margot Robbie and Idris Elba were fantastic, and then it's a ju- big drop off, and then it's like uh, no Cena polka dot and... man love. Really? I thought wow. polka dot man was good, and the joke of uh, everything being his mom was. I think they used it one time more than they needed to, but it worked with the starfish really well. And the first time, you I, I was gonna, it. I was gonna say they, the one time they overuse it, sure, but it's a big time, which is hilarious because she is not even uh, star shaped. Also... It's just her up there. <laughs> This is very good. Well, you know, humans are kind of like stars if you think about it. Now, <laughs> uh, I cannot argue I, with that. I really, I really thought that the starfish was way cooler before it was released into the open and was like controlling everyone out and destroying the city. When it was like when you really didn't know how big it was and it was just that illusion of the bigness of it, I found it way more compelling. And the moment it was out in the middle of the city, I was like, it just looked it looked really stupid to me. I don't know. Yeah, it's a shame because it's all for the sake of uh, just getting that image of all those people with the stars on their head and then having yeah. a bunch of rats. Um, which, by the way, I got a little emotional when she was talking to Taika Waititi. Um, but um, I agree. It's, it's, a, it's a better I, setting. I, I actually... I will agree with that. I did get a little emotional in that scene too when they're on top of the, uh, on top of the what Portuguese tower. Eiffel Tower, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the Portugal Tower. <laughs> no, not that. Sound, that sounds like a, like a porch. Anyway, um, uh, uh, and uh, whatever he said about rats was uh was 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 nice, and so was Idris Elba pet, pet, petting the rat at the end. Um, but uh, so Idris yeah, Elba went to jail for shooting uh Superman with a Krypton bullet, put, putting him in the ICU according to the the trailer and movie. <laughs> That's pretty My fun. bullets are more center, okay? <laughs> Smaller bullets go through your bullets, bullet holes, which is the, a hole. <laughs> they, uh, they, they, really, they really set that up for uh, the climax, huh? I mean, you gave Idris Elba the idea that initially killed you. That's on you, Cena. Quotes? It's on him. And, he, and people thought that they couldn't see him. Oh, my God. John Cena. All right. <laughs> Bloodsport. Give me your quotes. Bloodsport. What's the plan? Rick Flag, how the hell am I supposed to know? Peacemaker, you're the leader. You're supposed to be decisive. Bloodsport, and I'm deciding that you should eat a big bag of dicks. Peacemaker, if this whole beach was completely covered in dicks and somebody said I had to eat every dick until the beach was clean for liberty, I would say no problemo. Ratcatcher, why would someone put penises all over the beach? Peacemaker, who knows why madmen do what they do. Incredible. That was, uh, that was, that was, that was, uh... That's a fun. That's a fun bit. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh my God, we got a freaking kaiju up in this shit. Oh. Um. Amanda Waller. Uh. Your mission is to destroy uh, every trace of something known as Project Starfish. Any questions? Peacemaker. Starfish is a slang term for a butthole. Think there's any connection? Amanda Waller. No. Rick Flag. <laughs> Ratatouille. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, did, Rick, I did laugh at that pretty joke. good uh, uh, Rick Flag. when he said Ratatouille I just started laughing it was great I was like how they and they held they only used that joke once in case you were counting John um, they could have gone multiple Ratatouille shots uh, it's hard Rick, to count when it's when it's less when it's only one uh, Rick Flag. <laughs> hey hey he's not a werewolf he's a weasel 
he's harmless. I mean, he's not, he's not harmless. He's killed 27 children, but, you know. Uh, I didn't think that was funny at all. Oh, I thought that was great. Uh, Blackguard, that's Pete Davidson. Uh, is this thing a dog? Mm-hmm. Captain Boomerang, a dog? What kind of dog do you think this is? Nathan Fillion, I'm going to go with Afghan Hound. Thought that was great. Right. I mean, by the way, not a pretty good guess. Huh? You did forget that Pete Davidson did say, I don't know all the breeds, which is a good response. And I'll tell you this. My favorite part of the movie might have been when Pete Davidson's face got shot off. I was like, good. He's not. I did. Li- I liked when he was just walking into the fire being like, you called us. What, what, what you doing? Yeah, <laughs> um, that was good. All right. Uh, rat catcher. Who's the girl? Who's the girl that uh, got uh, burned to death? Oh, uh, the, the chick that looked like a fucking uh, the R- He-Man R- character? I have no idea. I, I, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Okay. Ratcatcher. They call you Peacemaker. Peacemaker. I cherish peace with all of my heart. I don't care how many men, women, and children I kill to get it. <laughs> Ratcatcher talking to Polka Dot Man. I thought you were the crazy one. Polka Dot Man. I am. Uh, Amanda Waller. Any questions? King Shark. Hand. Amanda Waller. Yes, that is your hand. Very good. <laughs> you hating on King Shark uh, Boy. It was too much. Rick Flag. Here's the deal. We fail the mission, you die. Bloodsport. We find out you give us any information that is false, you die. Harley Quinn. We find out you have personalized license plates, you die. <laughs> Harley <laughs> Quinn. If you cough without covering your mouth, you die. Rick Flag. Harley. Although it's not an open invitation for you to just yeah. cough without covering your mouth. So those those last ones aren't real, but Pretty good. this is an open invitation. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Um, yeah, I would. Okay, so uh, the guy with the shit in his head. What was his name? The thinker in is his head. Yeah, the thinker. <laughs> Sorry, because because um, uh, because boomerang literally wipes shit off his uh, shoe in the opening scene. Oh yes, he does. Um, the I thought that guy was so anticlimactic. They built him up to be like this big deal, and he like started to be, and then it was like it was nothing. Yeah, he's a he's a, a super hero movie villain, John. What are you confused about? No, it's terrible. I didn't like it. I'm okay with that. I didn't like this movie. I don't like your attitude. <laughs> Polka dot man. I don't like to kill people, but if I pretend they're my mom, it's easy. <laughs> oh, and if, and and Harley Quinn. This this is you can't tell me this wasn't funny. Who's Milton? Okay. Who's Milton? Oh, that was great. The Milton <laughs> sequence was really when she funny. and then He's when been she with thought, us the whole time. <laughs> and then when she called Idris Milton at the most yeah. climactic part of the movie. Oh man, polka dot man. I turn people into my mom and I kill them. Uh, Bloodsport. Why the fuck are you wearing tidy whities? Really, peacemaker. Now that's just racist. <laughs> Um, question for you. Yeah. Were you as surprised as I was when Harley Quinn made the run up with the javelin to stab the starfish that she went inside of the eye? I did not see that coming. Uh, almost as gross as the rats themselves. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. The jiggling blood that, in the eye was fucked up. But also so very, and, very suicide squad. Just saying. It's on brand then, squad. And then at the very end, the fucking star was just like I would. I was. I was fine just staring at the stars. You guys captured me. It's fucked up. God, what else don't you like about this movie, John? I'm curious. 
Uh, well, I, 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 I really was digging the whole starfish kind of concept. I thought that was kind of cool. But then when the giant star, was his name Starro? The Conqueror. Starro the Conqueror. When it's just him in the city. I don't know. Did it look bad to you? Because I thought it looked so weird. Here's the thing, John. This is a superhero movie. The bad guy and the ending are going to suck. And the and the ending is going to involve a large something out in the middle of a street. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is a great movie. And then all of a sudden, there's just a monster in San Francisco. And I'm like, I thought we were in space the whole time. They all do it. It's the worst. I know. Definitely yeah. should have stayed inside the thingy. Um, but uh, that's because this movie also should have been short. It's also a little too long. It's, it's definitely too long. It doesn't Agreed. need to be two hours. All true. It's still good. And I still enjoyed it. And I stand by what I said about it being the best blockbuster um, to stream in the pandemic. It's a low fucking bar, dude. <laughs> Wonder Woman 2 is not that good. Oh, so you're right. I didn't see the Wonder Woman uh, 1984, I believe, is the year of that movie. Who who wins? Kong versus Godzilla versus Starro the Conqueror <laughs> versus Dino from the Flintstones. Oh, you know I got Dino all day. He's got, he's got the reach. <laughs> he's I don't know if that's accurate, uh, but he's got mobility, hundred percent, and he's got a blind love for his owner. To, uh, to a fault, some would say. Yeah, you know what? That's how they get him. Yes, <laughs> that's how they get him. And Is that he... was the Flintstones. Holly are Berry you, looking you, uh, nice. Where are you on the uh, the Kong v uh, Godzilla? Um, Spectrum. <laughs> I guess autistic, because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <sighs> Me either, man. Okay. Me either. Didn't didn't know it was a spectrum. Let's... Don't know what you're talking. You're saying like, who do I like more? Like, who who do I think would win in a <laughs> thing? Next time, just say that. Um, <laughs> on the spectrum, Jesus. Um, uh, I got. Oh, I'm a I'm a Kong boy. I'm a Kong boy. Kong Kong. Yeah, I like Kong. Yeah. I like Kong. Kong's, Kong's, Kong seems cool. I've seen a Komodo dragon and <laughs> ain't shit. Uh, did you like those movies? Those movies? Hell no. P- proving I mean, my the, point. The reboot. <laughs> the reboot of both of those. Did you Did you like any of those? Yes, Skull Island is dope. I like Skull Island. Too. Skull Island is dope, and that is it. I mean, there's. I mean, they and do you, like. Did you? I don't. I mean, I guess you didn't. Um, there's stuff like uh, like the ending scene of a. Uh, Kong versus Godzilla, whatever the fuck, is like, like that's dope. It's like a lot of like space beams coming out of niggas' mouths and monkey jumps. But uh, if they ain't fighting, I ain't with it. Okay, I get it. Why are you asking <laughs> me all these questions about a different movie? What's going on right now? I know, I know you love you like the Tucker Kong. Uh, <laughs> what? So my whole thing with these movies, it's just that the superhero movies keep on getting weirder and weirder. Uh huh. And it's not in a way that I, I, I really am enjoying. I, I don't love the genre because a lot of it ends up with uh, no finality where it's kind of just like we're just getting on to the next story as opposed to, um, I mean, it's more it feels more like television than it feels like movies to me. So that's an issue that I have. That's why I was like, I know there's going to be a post-credit scene. I'm going to watch it. And it's like, of course, Peacemaker is alive and they're going to lead to a Peacemaker movie. Great. Wait, what? Uh, just, they're, make, they're making a Peacemaker movie? Are you serious? Of course they are. I uh, I, I, I had no evidence that they are, but there's. No, I don't think they're making a peacemaker. I don't think they're making a peacemaker movie. I, I would think be he's just. I think they're making. Not. I think they're making another Suicide Squad movie. Okay, well then he's going to be. The big also, we now. didn't talk about how James Gunn 
did us all a huge favor, which is that you can feel him scrubbing the slate clean. That's why I say this is a standalone sequel. In that in that opening uh, uh, fakeout scene, you can literally feel like a writer director being like, "All right, well." I guess I have to work with Jai Courtney and Margot Robbie and Rick Flagg and all these people from a movie that, like, I had nothing to do with. So what I'm going to do, kill most of them, if not every single one of them except the person with her own standalone movie, um, and then just kind of start fresh. And and like you said, her or Margot Robbie did work with uh, Idris very well. So I, 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 I'm I here for, like, basically all this movie. All this movie? What does that mean? I'm back, back, I don't on, know. back on the spectrum. I feel like this movie's designed for like fourteen-year-old boys, and uh, and it, it's not. It doesn't work for me. I mean, I watch cartoons every day, all day, so that would that would that would make a lot of sense. And Milton jokes aside, I feel like this is again like fucking How trying to be like Deadpool, trying to be this like. like I mean, Guardians like of, Guardians the of the Galaxy predates Deadpool. What are you talking about? James right, Gunn did like this the, first. Like it's the, f- the same. It's him. It's his thing. I understand that, but I'm just saying it's that style. Well, because Guardian of the Galaxy is not an R-rated movie, and Deadpool makes a big deal that it is. But you said that this movie makes a big deal that it is, and I don't agree with that. Well, and and if it does, it's because it is the Suicide Squad, which I feel like you're not understanding is people doing exactly that. That's me- that's exactly how they roll. Yeah, but it's uh, listen. But you're making. Are you making this movie assuming that everyone has read the Suicide uh, uh, Squad comics? Why do you have this movie for a mass audience? But what what about this movie made you feel like you had to read the Suicide Squad? But you're just saying that's how the Suicide Squad rolls. I'm like, I don't fucking know or care how they roll. I'm watching this movie. That's the same. We're making making the same point. So so who cares exactly? So if you don't know, so so what you so what you talking about? Were you saying that that's my perception of the movie is off because I don't know how the Suicide Squad rolls? And like, but you yeah, can well, not like I'm, it for what you can not like it for that reason, and it still be accurate to the comic books. I feel like we're not even disagreeing know. right now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it. I didn't like this movie, and I don't like your attitude. I thought you were gonna say, and I don't like you. <laughs> no, I like you. That, uh, but not for long. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, I don't know. I just uh, something was off for me. Don't care. Never got, I never, I never fully got into the movie at any point. Then we should rate it and move on. Although I, I do will say this though. One thing I did like comparing it to the original movie was they didn't spend the first hour of the movie doing fucking introductions to every character. Some of some of whom would die uh, five to ten minutes later. Well, yeah, but even in the first one, there's characters that die, but they give them like these super that unnecessary. Is ex- we, again, we are agreeing. That is what I'm this saying. This is this is I know I'm saying, but this is streamlined. Uh, also, in the beginning. Oh, They're now you're like, complimenting we're, we're getting the movie. Right to it. See, that's where you lost. Me. I, I didn't realize. Now you're complimenting the movie. I didn't realize you were we were in that phase. No, what I'm I'm saying that's something I liked about the movie. That's how I prefaced this thing I started saying. <laughs> Now I when I it. said one thing I liked about this movie was, and then I said... I just heard it a, I just heard it a second time. <laughs> I'm saying I like the way they streamlined the beginning of the movie and didn't do all that bullshit. I don't like when movies... like I'm, I'm so over origin stories. Uh, what about original recipe chicken? Uh, I think it's delicious. I prefer okay. a crispy, though. <laughs> Dark meat, white meat. Underwear-wise. I- Underwear-wise, you know, I, I wear mostly dark-colored clothes. But that's because uh, higher, easier to hide stains. You were supposed to. 
football. You're supposed to say dark meat underwear, but uh, saying that you shit your drawers is way better. <laughs> yeah. I know how to get you. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yep, not I, yep you got me. <laughs> took me down. <laughs> I mean, got you like to make you laugh. Yeah, uh, no, I get it. Stream it, skip it, cue it. Stream it. 100% stream it for me. Skip it. <laughs> you're, you're, you're lost, John. You're, you're lost in the woods. Kanye style. You're the, you're the phantom of the Kanye. He's lost in a stadium. Not our... Let's do some buffering. Okay, we are going on a journey through the seasons chronologically using the domestic box office numbers on boxofficemojo.com. This episode, we are talking about the fall of 2003, and not are the fall seasons, of course, defined as the day after Labor Day weekend through the Thursday before the first Friday in November. Now, how do you feel about this season? Nice and tight. 20, 20, <laughs> 20 movies, and we out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not deep. I will say it is not deep at What's all. What's deeper, this season or your love? How deep is my love? Oh, man, that's a good question. <laughs> they should write a song about it. Um, we're going to start all the way at number 21. Uh, this is Dickie Roberts, former child star, which made $22.7 million. Nader, how do you feel about Dickie Roberts? Uh, I feel like I didn't know until yesterday that, uh, did you know David Spade is the host of the, uh, Jimmy Fallon show temporarily? I was not aware of that. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I used to watch this movie, uh, kind of a lot, actually. I don't know why. Uh, it wasn't very good. Um, but, uh, there's mm-hmm. a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's like, I think there's, I want to say there's a, is this, is this the one with, with, uh, with our boy, um, Who's Nick uh, Swartzen? Craig, Craig Bierko? No, is Nick, is Nick Swartzen in this one? Is he, So I was in my head, I was like, wait, is this the one with Nick Swartzen also? Because now I was getting that confused as well. So it's kind of like, because uh, there's that, what's the other one that has Nick Swartzen as a star? I don't think he's in this. Mm, I see John Lovett sim- and Rob Reiner. Yeah. I do not see uh, everyone else. Yeah, he's not in this one. He makes another like child star type movie yeah, as right? well. Oh, but he's the, but. But Swartzen's the He's star. He's the lead. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, all right. Well, we're getting off yeah, no, track, but is, I like it. I'm gonna look it up. This is um, yeah, this is not a good movie, and I don't think David Spade is very funny. I don't know how you feel about him. Uh, I do not. Uh, this is definitely like as we real. I would say that this is like oh, Bucky Larson, Born to Be a Star. Um, Bucky Larson, that's it. Um, yeah, this movie, uh, but I, again, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know why I watched this movie so much. Also, uh, as for some reason, all movies are at this time. It's a morality play. At the end, it's all about him mm-hmm. uh, getting the the family uh, like together. It's got Loki nothing to do with David Spade's character. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, dope morality play. Dickie Roberts, child star. Uh, Dickie Roberts. Yeah. Also, David Spade's face is very clearly uh, like airbrushed in the poster. It's... Oh my Very god! Weird. Yeah, you see this? <laughs> yes. Yeah, weird shit. Uh, this is absolutely horrible. Anyway, uh, number twenty coming in at thirty million dollars is *The Fighting Temptations*, another movie that for some reason I have seen so many times. This is uh, Ice that Cube. Is surprising. <laughs> yeah, this is, it's a it's a DVD that was at my grandma's house back when we only had like ten mm. good DVDs. 
Um, this is Beyonce and Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, a New York advertising mm-hmm. executive travels to a small southern town to collect an inheritance, but finds Black he must create a gospel <laughs> choir and lead it to success before he can collect. Anyway, uh, Cuba got to get Beyonce to be in a choir, and uh, that's it. Uh, Cuba's <laughs> singing is dubbed. Uh, it's hilarious. I want to say that Mike Epps is in that movie. Is that accurate? Wow. I hope you're right, because that would just be funny that you guessed. Mike Epps... The fighting. It's exciting. Oh, this I is a lot of tension. I think it's right? a hard yes. Hard yes. His name is Lucius. Hell yeah. His name is Lu- as, you Lucius. Know, you know what? I got to watch this movie again. Wendell Pierce is in this movie. This should look funny as fuck. I love Wendell Pierce. Shit. <laughs> Wrong guy. <laughs> That's not Wendell Pierce? Oh, no. He's Bunk. Damn yep. it. Yeah. But I don't All know right. shit guy's name in real life. Isaiah Whitlock. Got it. Isaiah Whitlock Isaiah, Jr. It's got a, it. Is 100%. Nice. All right. Uh, number 19 for the season making $35.3 million is Intolerable Cruelty. Nader, have you seen this film? Uh, I I have, but I want to say, is this Loki directed by Steven Soderbergh or something? Who directed this? No, it's the Coen Brothers. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I saw it, I did not know that it was a Coen Brothers movie. I, I thought I this was like this. a dumb rom-com. <laughs> Which it, is it is. 100%, it's 100% a dumb rom-com. <laughs> Uh, and it's George Clooney and Catherine Zeta-Jones, and it's way better than it should be. Like, oh, I enjoyed oh, this so movie. So it's a Coen Brothers movie. No, 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 no. no. That, that's, what do you mean it's better than it should be? It's a Coen Brothers movie. So it is. Okay, so it's good. So I got to look at it's, it through it's, the it's lens good. of a Coen Brothers movie next time I check it out. I got you. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I watched it for the first time last year, I believe, and I was really blown away by it because I was like, I, I had an expectation of what this movie was, and it was completely different. Now, so, chemistry-wise... Uh, George Clooney, famously, great chemistry with J-Lo. Catherine Zeta-Jones, famously, not Latina. So, I don't know. She's not. She's actually Welsh. Yeah. Um, How do you but, feel about her uh, whitewashing your people? Talk to me. <laughs> She's, uh, the two of them have fantastic chemistry in this movie. Yeah, they and look like they uh, should be the, fucking. They look like oh, yeah. in this year, they're, they're they should two, be fucking. They are two insanely attractive people. She went. She went ten years older and five points lower. Hot, hotness I wise, more. I want to say more than ten. <laughs> Who's hotter, Michael, Michael Douglas? or Rest in Power Kirk Douglas? Kirk same Douglas age. is in the same year. Kirk du- <laughs> Do you think that um, Kirk Douglas would have made it as a star if he kept his original name? What was his original name? Dick Douglas. Oh, I'm so glad you asked. It's Isor Danielovich. <laughs> One more time? Uh, Esor Danielovich? Esor, like E-bombs world, but Esor's man. That's I-S-S-U-R. <laughs> Fun news for him. Well, I got to watch Intolerable Cruelty, and this time with, with some respect on its name. Good to know. Yeah, put some, put some respect on it. I'm just, I'm just saying, she, why was she in Zorro now? Zorro's ruined. They fucked up Zorro for me. Because if you can get a white person that looks vaguely ethnic, you're going to put her in everything, Hollywood. All right, hold up. Antonio Banderas, actually from Spain. But he's in, from Spain. But in Zorro, he's literally he's playing Mexican. like a Mexican national, like fighting off the Spanish. Mm-hmm. God, man. Don't cut that. I'm pissed. Don't worry. There's another movie coming up where someone who's of Spanish descent plays a Mexican. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. <laughs> Uh, coming in at $36 million is a movie that uh, probably should be a little better than it is, uh, Matchstick Men. Uh, Saw this, this is, in theaters. 
Same. Uh, I, I definitely was like, why isn't this, like, classic isn't it, but this is still, like, vaguely uh, uh, Nick Cage isn't making horrible movies yet. Um, but it's no. him and Sam Rockwell. Yes, uh, and uh, they're uh, con artists, and yep. it's directed by Ridley Scott, surprisingly enough. That, that to me, uh, is the thing that means less and less as every year goes by, but yeah, sure. Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you see Damon's hair in The Last Duel? You see Damon and no. Affleck's hair in The Last Yo, no, stop. Stop every. Stop okay. it all. Google The stop. Last Duel. Okay, hold And on. Google Matt Damon, and just look at Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's motherfucking haircuts. These niggas wildin'. Ridley Scott is on some some barbershop four type shit with these haircuts, bro. Oh no, I just saw Ben Affleck. The goatee. Oh no. The, the rather the fro tee, if you will. What is that? It's Ridley what, Scott's the, preference. I'm seeing both of them now, and I yeah. don't like it. Somehow Adam Driver's the only person that looks normal in this fucking movie. Adam Driver didn't even have to adjust his hair. There's no, he looks like a wizard, <laughs> no matter what year it is. Um, yeah. So, uh, Magic Man, did you like it? No, told you. Should have been. Should have been better. In, in, <laughs> in hindsight, it's like, why isn't this Nicolas Cage, Sam Rockwell, Con Man movie good? I remember enjoying it, but I never really wanted to watch it again. And I do remember they did like some kind of weird scam where they had a um, a lottery uh, thing where they put the wrong they. Like it's the, the the winning numbers from the day before, but they fake it so that they have four of the five or something like that. I don't remember. It was I, I, was, I just remember some kind of lottery scam. That that sounds vaguely familiar. Number sixteen for the season is Out of Time, which made forty one million dollars. <laughs> don't know why I said it like that. I can only apologize. Yep. <laughs> a Florida police chief must solve a vicious double homicide before he himself falls under suspicion. This movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, it does. I was going to say, is this your favorite um, uh, Denzel Washington as a cop movie? It's not even my favorite Denzel Washington and Eva <laughs> Mendez as a couple of cops movie. Uh, he's got a good name in this. He's Matt Whitlock. It's a good name. Junior? No relation. No, unrelated. <laughs> okay, shit. Um, yeah, this movie uh, is like... It's it's definitely of the time. It's definitely like a cheesy kind of like almost like straight to VOD, like kind of like you know double well, jeopardy kind of uh, thriller. It's the same director as Devil in a Blue Dress. Uh, I bet Devil in a Blue Dress is where his great movies begin and end, though. Whoever that man or woman is, <laughs> Carl Franklin. Oh no, Carl Franklin does have a good movies. I take that back. Yeah. That was mean. Sorry, but out of, no. What do you mean? Out of Time is not one of them. No. <laughs> It's not. <laughs> yeah. It really. I mean, he doesn't have that many movies, though. Yeah, but he's black, though, so Denzel's doing something right. Carl Fair Franklin's enough. a black guy's name, right? Maybe it's not. I don't Carl know. Franklin. You know, Carl like Franklin this. is a black guy. Okay. I, I was going strictly off the name. Yeah. Yeah, at a time sucks. Disappointing movie. <laughs> Denzel's good in it, though. It didn't radicalize you? To love <laughs> it Miami? Did not. Okay. No, that that already happened when I watched uh, Bad Boys. Well, yeah, there it is. I was going to say, welcome to. Number 13, Lost in Translation, $44 million. Uh, this is a very good movie. This is a movie that I've only uh, seen twice to this day. 
Um, but I really enjoyed it both times that I watched it, and uh, I feel like I uh, I feel like I got it. I was a real, real film douchebag when I saw this um, in uh, in film school, and I was like, oh, it's so meditative, dope. It is though. <laughs> I know it just it, it still it, it comes off as douchey in hindsight, but that's exactly how I felt. I was like, oh, it's so chill. And I believe is this Sofia Coppola's second movie? Um, is if Virgin Suicides is her first, then yes, I don't. Virgin Suicides definitely her first, and then I don't ab- think she had one in between. Then absolutely, because then it's Marie Antoinette after. What yeah. did you not so, hear me say? Then absolutely, there was confidence in I, my absolutely. Sorry, I can. Whoa, <laughs> the double! I got the sorry. I can only apologize. You, you got the double. You, I can, you're um, definitely gonna cut that. I know what's going on. So this <laughs> this movie may uh, made me really want to drink Suntory whiskey. I'll tell you that much. Oh yeah, um, so so he the so the whole time that's the brand. I don't, like I said, I've only seen the movie twice. The whole the whole time that's that's the that's what Bill Murray's up to. He's literally yeah, working for Suntory. Suntory. No, he yeah, he's promoting Suntory yeah. whiskey because he's now, like an I remember, actor, right? He's no, I, me- I remember what it is. It's literally it it it's it's it literally it spawns off like um an, an entourage joke that uh where like Vince goes to Japan to do all of his commercials. Um, yeah, he's he's one of these like a successful yeah. American actor that's doing like a slightly cheesy commercial, so he does it overseas. Um um but I uh, I did not realize and I remember being whiskey. I did not realize that it was a good whiskey. A good and affordable yeah, so, whiskey. Cuz it was this is a movie I saw. I didn't see it the year it came out. But I saw it probably like a year or two later and really liked it and I watched it again a couple times over the years, but I remember I wasn't never really a whiskey drinker. Up until uh, a couple of years ago, you would have been what? In no, I wasn't drinking whiskey then, for sure. <laughs> I was drinking a lot of uh, natural light at that time in my life. <laughs> um, but uh, no, the no, um, it was it was twelve packs of natural light for seven dollars. That's what we did. <laughs> I feel like you can get more for like so marginally less. Like isn't a thirty pack like eleven dollars? Yeah, but it's hard to find uh, people that'll sell you a thirty pack uh, to an underage uh, kid. Yeah, but you had the beard. I didn't. I didn't you have a beard till I was like in my you late twenties. Had 20s. the bald. Nope. Nope. So uh, Lost in Translation is really good, though. <laughs> I really enjoy this movie, and everyone should watch it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Number twelve for the season, making forty-seven point seven movie seven million is the rundown, uh, starring the professional uh, over here, Leon, just pushing through, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and Sean William Scott. Yeah, this is a movie that we I thought reviewed on this podcast. Definitely not. Nope. But, but guess I guess we didn't. Uh, this is a, from this the same person. We did do a we did do a Peter Berg movie. We did Hancock. Okay, I'm honestly still reeling from the Natty Light thing. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Just the no. idea of you spending seven dollars for beer for Natty Light is just really it's it's strangely adorable. Hey man, we do what we can. Um, uh, the rundown is dope. Uh, the rundown is uh, just fun movie. It's a uh, it's Rosario Dawson as a Brazilian, perfect. It's <laughs> it's Sean William Scott and The Rock as best friends, perfect. Uh, the Rock is a bounty hunter. 
No, I know. He's a, and he's an ex-football player. And, of course, it's Christopher Walken as, you guessed it, a mercenary dictator of a small town in Brazil. <laughs> mm-hmm. Doing a lot of, ow! Um... And uh, it's I want to say there's like a golden operation monkey. Or yeah, it's something? a mining operation. There's the golden monkey. I admit, you know what it is? We didn't do a podcast. Yes, the golden I, monkey. Just, I just watched this movie recently. That's what it no, is. No, it's not the golden monkey. It's uh, it's a cat. Pussy galore. I don't remember now. I thought it was a cat. You know what? It's not important. No, but this movie is because it opens with uh, an actual very good fight scene. This movie opens with The Rock uh, having to collect money from... For, from he, He's a former football player turned bouncer. Um, sorry, turned... Bounty hunter, Bounty hunter ta- turned <laughs> Very at the at the end of it restauranteer. This is also he can get money to start a restaurant. I really remember this movie <laughs> now. True. It's cooking. It's moving for me now. <laughs> but uh, the opening scene is it's a really back. good. The opening scene is a really good fight scene of him fighting NFL players, some of which are real, um, and like breaking their fingers and removing their Super Bowl rings. Uh, and it's actually like one of the better fight scenes The Rock has done. Uh, John. If you ever get a uh, chance, you should honestly rewatch this movie. The mm-hmm. fighting inside the jungle is actually like awesome. There's a whole bunch of okay. like indigenous people that have like a whole like kind of jujitsu style thing going on, and uh, it's I, I'm going to say maybe even like the best like hand to hand action the Rock ever gets into because uh, when I, I watched it uh, less maybe less than a year ago, and uh, I was blown away by how good some of the action like practical was, and it was just like you know Crouching wow. Tiger stuff, just you know wires and shit. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll I will. I, it's been a while since I watched it, so I will check that out. Look out for the uh, for the action. All right, coming in at a spicy number twelve. We got Runaway Jury. I'm sorry, eleven. Number eleven. I apologize. Runaway Jury yeah, with uh, forty nine million dollars. Uh, as I've told you a million times on my podcast, uh, I don't like John Cusack. <sighs> Runaway Jury. Well, let me know when I can be a guest on that podcast. It sounds great. No time soon uh, with your attitude towards uh, Suicide Squad. You got Cuse, you got Hack, you got Hoff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the big three. It's a legal thriller. Uh, as you could probably guess from the name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't, that John Cusack I don't is running away from movie. the people. Are you kidding? You just described it. It's just him running away from no, people trying plot. to influence. Yeah, that's the plot. Is He's a juror. Yeah. And a juror on the inside and a woman on the outside manipulate a court trial involving a major gun manufacturer. Bada bing, bada boom. Johnny Q. All right, bada bing, bada boom, Johnny Q's. Uh, you're a bigger fan of his sister? Huge fan of his sister, especially in Shameless. Johnny Cusack's great. Yep. Uh, number 10 for the season, the start of a big franchise that I've seen none of the movies of. Mm-hmm. It's Underworld at $51.9 million. Have you seen Underworld? I have. Let's do some quick math. 2003, mm-hmm. I'm 12. Pete Davidson's okay. uh, four years younger than me, meaning he would have mm-hmm. been eight. So at eight years old, Pete Davidson uh, could have been fucking the lead uh, actress of this movie. Is he dating Kate Beckinsale? He used to. They broke up like a couple months ago. What? What is? What? What is? What is that guy's dick made out of? <laughs> Solid. He's fucking everyone. Pheromones. Yeah, just full. It's it's made of Jesus human Christ. pheromones. Yeah. He's fucking everyone. <laughs> I heard that the wrong way. I was like, what you mean he's fucking? Oh, he's fucking everyone. I got you. He's literally, he's fucking everyone. Yeah. Um, I know Michael Sheen are in, is in these movies. I like Michael Sheen a lot. That's what I can say about this. Also, I think I like Kate Beckinsale. She's not in a lot of things, but I like her. I want to start calling Michael Sheen Mike Lachine. Lachine okay. Gun Kelly. Can we call him Lachine Gun Kelly? 
I, we can. <laughs> no one will understand us. Or, we or should it. we? Or should we reserve that for Charlie Sheen, a man that actually probably has a machine gun? Machine gun Kelly. It's it's something. <laughs> Get back to me on that. Number nine. Somehow, implicitly, a movie that I have to talk about. God damn it to hell. Number nine. <laughs> radio. The movie. Such a, such a fun movie. Yeah, uh, the story of a high school coach and the developmentally challenged man who we took under his wing. Anywho, Cuba done got canceled like three times over since this movie came our out. Second, but, uh, second Cuba, but uh, in this season. But he should have been he should have been canceled for this one. We should have got him earlier. We could we could have got him eighteen <laughs> years earlier, guys. <laughs> we fucked up. We blew the lead on Cuba. Oh boy, Ed Harris I, is the guy, uh, the coach. It, it ain't it ain't Tom Hanks. He he knew to get out. He was like, well, I'm good, just once. It, I'm, it is Ed Harris, right? It is Ed Harris, and that is wrong. I see this. I saw this movie once. I liked it. It was good. I can't even tell you. I can't. Right yeah, I mean, when I saw it, I don't remember when I saw it. But it was a while ago. I no. never had any interest to in rewatching it. I even at 12 years old was like, this is a masterpiece not, of garbage. Not a movie for a 12 year old. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I feel like I feel like I, I called that one right at twelve. I mean, history is on your side. <laughs> Me and Pete Davidson's. <laughs> okay, number eight for the season, making fifty six point three million, is Once Upon a Time in Mexico, uh, also known as Desperado Two in some markets. <laughs> this the one. Uh, that's the sequel with the motherfucking eyes get cut out of Johnny Johnny D. Mm-hmm. Johnny D gets his eyes cut. Uh, this is the uh, the 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 final movie in the uh, what does he call it? The El Wait, Mariachi final. trilogy. The, is that- final. There's three. Yeah. What's the second one then? The second one is Desperado. Wait, then what's the first one? El Mariachi. Same cast, all three. It's An- Antonio Banderas's character with the. Dude, I don't think I've case. seen El Mariachi. Hold on a second. Holy shit. El Mariachi, for, it's like from the early 90s. It was a... Uh, um, oh, no, no, no. Like no I saw movie. Man, these El Mariachi and Desperado are like the same movie in my head. Sorry. I was just... I They're very similar. I could not discern them at all in my mind. Um, continue. Yeah. Holy shit. 94 and Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Whoa. Hour uh, and El 20 Mariachi? minutes? El Mariachi yeah. is the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> It's done. coming in at nine, 80 minutes. You gotta it's love insane. that. insane. So um, this is my favorite Enrique Iglesias movie. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> another Spanish person pretending to be a Mexican in this. <laughs> yeah. Well, is Johnny Depp pretending to be Mexican it. in this? I feel like he might be. I feel like there's a sl- potential chance. Hey, at least they did get they did get one Mexican in this movie, and that's Salma Hayek. So that's always exciting. I love Salma Hayek. Anytime she's in a movie, I'm excited. Is Danny Trejo in any of these movies? Danny Trejo is in most of these movies, I think. Okay. <laughs> He's cool. in this one. Is he, Okay. Is he ever the main bad guy in any of them? I, feel I like don't he's think the, so. No? All right, man. Maybe. I got, I got to rewatch all remember. of these except this one. Yeah, I don't remember what the name of the trilogy is. This one also has, uh, I want to say, even Mendes. I think you had it right. This is, you, you said you had it right. It's the, 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 the El Mariachi trilogy. You got it. You had it. Yeah, it's okay. I, that the motherfucker's name me, is, is, the motherfucker's name El Mariachi, right? He's a mariachi. Um, I feel like you yeah, said it in no, Italian. Uh, 
<laughs> but it was like this. The it was interesting about it because there's so much time in between this movie and Desperado because Desperado's '95, I want to say, and this is all, all eight years later for this. But um, El Mariachi was early '90s, so he got those ones off right away and then waited a while before this. But yeah, what a, um, what a weird time where movies like that were getting sequels, where where directorial, where indie directorial debuts were getting sequels. <laughs> what yeah, a time. well, I. I, I it was an independent film that, uh, and I think that just because like people in the indie scene knew who he was, that had some clout. Like he became good friends with uh, Quentin Tarantino, for example. So that probably helped him a lot with getting to be able to make studio movies. He's done Spy Kids. This at this isn't. Point. I know what? Yeah, no. At this point, no. I know. I'm talking about uh, the the first two. It's weird to have. Well, I mean, Despe- indie- Desperado was. Desperado was it was a continuation of the character, but it was made as a standalone movie. But it's an indie standalone sequel, a uh, sequel as you call it. All, right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Anyway, number seven, Kill Bill Volume One, seventy million dollars. Yeah, I love this movie. Um, it's incredible. It's my favorite Kill Bill movie. Still wait, still waiting for uh for the the threequel with Zendaya as the uh, as a little girl. Um, your thoughts on Kill Bill, Johnny? Is that is wait is that is that a thing? Uh, it's like a. It's like a half rumor or whatever. Who knows? Uh, I'm not sure if it's in part one or part two or volume one or volume two, but the part where Uma Thurman's like uh, using her feet to like uh, break out of the car. Okay, that is this one. That seems hard to watch now after finding out the story that Uma Thurman told about like how uh, Quentin treated her like complete garbage during the filming of that. So other than that, during the toasting, great. I don't. I don't know the story you're talking about. What happened? The, there was like there's a story that came out a couple years ago that Quentin Tarantino on the filming of uh, of Kill Bill was like treating her like absolute garbage. In this, scene I don't or have all the general? details. Oh, she's in credited one, it, as a was, writer was, in these movies. There's one particular scene in the filming of this movie that I I, I, forget, I forget the whole story now, so I don't want to wow. you know say something that's incorrect. But no, yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm surprised that their collaboration is it spans decades at this point, and I mean this. I don't this, think this that point, literally. I th- well, at this point, yeah, because ninety four to two thousand three. Um, but she, she was. I think that she still is likes Quentin, but she was very frustrated, and it was like another example of how women get treated poorly in Hollywood. It's a tough, tough, uh, tough uh, hang t- to have to do that because they shot these movies back to back, if I remember correctly. No, they shot it as one, as film, one, yeah. or rather as once. That it was certainly you know longer than a normal movie would have been shot. Um, so that sucks that she had to get treated Absolutely. like shit for twice as long. Um, uh, I think I've said this on the pod before, but um, this is the this is like the most important movie that I ever saw as a oh, as, yeah. a, as a movie watcher. Hundred percent. Um, you I, I you definitely seen, mentioned it, but it's yeah. worth it's worth repeating because it's, it. it's it is it opened it is my mind. Great. It did it. It was the thing that I saw, and I was like, "Got it! Movies forever, dope." Uh, yeah. I mean, it made that song. My 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 buddy Pete got really into that woohoo song, though, and that bothered me. Oh my god! Nothing, not, nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with the movies. My my friend Pete, too much on the woohoo song. We get it. Yeah, you got something <laughs> against the crazy eighty eights? No, I was a little. Di- this I I I just love the thing that I'm pretty sure it's a volume one. The the build up to the Lucy Lou fight and then how that concludes, I just that was brilliant. That that got me so good. The uh did watching uh Lady Snowblood make you like this movie more or less? I think it made me like it more because it it takes 
it takes a lot from Lady Snowblood. By the way, if you guys don't know, because why would you? Lady Snowblood is a Japanese movie made in the we've 70s. Talk, we've, we definitely talked about it. I recommended it once a long time ago. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, Lady Snowblood, if you have a chance to watch it, it's a fantastic uh, kung fu-esque movie. Uh, revenge, very similar to Kill Bill, like almost the same exact story. But uh, I liked it because it was a homage enough and its own story as well. Like it, it felt like it had its own character. It wasn't too much of like, it didn't feel like a ripoff. It felt more like uh, homage. I agree, 100%. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I th- we did the whole Quentin Tarantino retrospective. I'm not sure what else there is to say about Kill Bill except uh, mm-hmm. why isn't Ving Rhames in it? He's Japanese. Surprising. No. Rose Rosewood. Anybody? No. <laughs> Number six for the season, making eighty and a half million dollars. It's the two thousand three remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Jessica Biel. Oh, I was gonna be like, I I thought that this movie was a, I thought this was a Ryan Reynolds movie. Never mind. She's uh, not that I'm aware of. Got yep. it. Yeah, uh, I can tell you this: never seen it. Chainsaw Massacre. No, it's definitely what, what it's definitely Bielski. Bielski. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm 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 sure you're right. I just, uh, hmm, yeah, never seen it. Don't care. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> Number five, eighty-one million dollars. Uh, the pick of Destiny's own School of Rock. Uh, this movie is incredible. <laughs> this is it's a so, it's very, so very good movie. We definitely toyed with doing it on the pod. Um, um, but we uh, will eventually, I think. I mean, whatever. It's, it's not. There's nothing to spoil except that it'll it'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. It'll make you want to kick out uh someone that doesn't pay you rent. Um, <laughs> uh, I just I think that this movie could have been easily destroyed by having bad kid actors, but I think that kid actors in this movie are all pretty great. I don't think there's a there's a bad actor among them. I I I, I, no. I, I remember all the kids pretty vividly, and they're all great. Even little yeah, white I, drummer boy. <laughs> uh, I really I really enjoyed this movie. It's great performances from everyone, including the aforementioned Joan Cusack. In these streets, taking shots, let uh, signing permission slips. You know what it is, baby. There's a reason right. she's the number one Cusack in my heart. All right, number four, Brother Bear, $85 million. Joaquin Phoenix is a bear. <laughs> wow. Who's the other bear? I, didn't, I, didn't, I had no idea this was Joaquin. First of all, this is two episodes in a row where someone didn't know Joaquin Phoenix was in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. Yep. Uh, so Joaquin Phoenix is, uh, I'm looking here, uh, Jeremy Suarez? <laughs> Wait, that's the name of the bear? Jeremy Suarez? <laughs> no, that's the name of the the actor who played the other bear. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, what kind of bear name is that? That's a terrible bear name. It's uh, Jeremy Suarez played Jordan Tompkins on the Bernie Mac show. Uh, well, it's a shame if he had been in a Hotel Rwanda, it would have been two in a row for him and Joaquin. But, you know, alas. I can't believe Joaquin Phoenix is in Hotel Rwanda. By and I, I can't believe that. he's in Brother Bear. What the fuck is happening? Well, I've never seen it, so I looked it up. And uh, I was like, Joaquin it. Phoenix in this movie? I've seen it. His voice is, is quite unmemorable. Um, and uh, yeah. something terribly sad about um, him being in a movie called Brother Bear. Something horribly sad about that. Um, so, yeah, I don't like that. 
Okay. All right. Brother Bear. Mm. Did you know that Johnny Depp owned the Viper Room? No. Why? What? Yeah. When? Uh, and up until 2004 when he sold it. Dude. So I'm only saying this because this is where River, River Phoenix OD'd outside of the club. Um, but uh, yeah. Johnny Depp owned the Viper Room. Christina Applegate used to put on a show there uh, that was like a burlesque thing with her and her friends. And it was called the Pussycat Dolls. And it became the Pussycat Dolls. Hmm. Don't you? Facts. <laughs> uh, that's also where the um, Molly's game, that's where they started that uh, famous card game. I didn't know that. After hours at the Viper Club, yep. Viper Room, Viper Club. Yes, Viper Room. <laughs> yes, he says. <laughs> and or Give me two choices, yes. my answer is yes. <laughs> Give me three choices, my answer is still, I don't know. Um, number three. Uh... Coming in at ninety million dollars, the movie mm-hmm. Mystic River. Not to be confused with Mystic Pizza. Not to be confused with Daniel Day Lewis screaming, "I've abandoned my boy." Because uh, so you're saying this has nothing to do with the Julia Roberts movie? <laughs> no, no. But but it does boy, have something okay. to do with mystery men. So there you go. Well, that's exciting. You know, I love a mystery, and I love men. <laughs> ben Stiller killed Sean Penn's daughter. You got it. Or Kel, whatever. Uh, Pick a mystery man. Garofalo. This is uh, this is an Eastwood uh, joint. <laughs> I thought this was a pen joint. This is an Eastwood joint. I don't remember. I'll, I'll Tim check. Robbins, I want to say, is in this. I thought Tim Robbins was the guy that killed the daughter. Uh, Clint okay, Eastwood, yeah, you got it. Sean, Sean, he directed. Okay, so it's Sean Penn, Tim Robbins, Kevin Bacon. That's right, and uh, Larry Fishburne. Uh, what what two actors did this? Um, what, sorry, what two Oscars did this movie win? Well, did it win pitcher? Wait, did it win pitcher? No. Okay. Um, Sean Penn. For... Yep. No. He yes, won? Yeah. Yeah. For this? One. Okay. I thought he won for uh, milk only. He won for but he milk. won for this and, and he wins milk. for milk yeah, and, yeah. and immediately dedicated that or gives it to what's his name? To Mickey Rourke. His whole speech is about how it's, it's for Mickey Rourke and not him. That's right. Yeah. I do remember that. Tim um, Robbins, you bozo. It Tim was Robbins, Robbins wins a fucking Oscar for this movie. Supporting act, what, supporting, supporting actor? actor. Yeah, it's it's the the double the double bros. Both boys win. Wow, um, this was nominated for picture, director, actor, adapted screenplay, and supporting actress. Uh, so I have not seen uh, what's it called? I've never seen uh, and supporting actor. Sorry, so supporting actress and supporting actor. Uh, what's the movie I'm thinking of right now? I've I've not seen Shawshank Mystic Redemption. River. Is he is he is he better in this <laughs> or Shawshank Redemption? Right. So I don't know if I've ever seen this movie in full. Oh, okay. I think he ends up being so, the dude that did it. I think he's. I think he's the killer. I think he's. I think oh, it's. We'll I think he's. Uh, what's his name's dude, friend? Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> did you know that he directed Dead Man Walking? The Johnny Depp. Uh, Tim Susan Robbins Sarandon directed movie? that. Yeah, and got a nomination for best director. Oh, look at that! Yeah. Good for Tim. Timmy Robbins. Like Tim Robbins. I think he's funny. Ooh. I don't think he's a good serious actor. I think he's very funny though. Did you see Arlington Road? No. Okay. <laughs> did you see the brink uh that looked funny i never watched it though it was not oh okay mm-hmm. number two surprisingly enough is scary movie three which made 110 million dollars was signs that big of a movie that the parody of it made that much money 
Do you not think this movie is funny? I think this movie is fucking hilarious. It is, but like, okay. for hundred and ten million dollars seems doesn't that seem high for this type? The it, third. It's not that a, it seems high. It's that the gap between it. I think what's weirder to me is that it goes Brother Bear, Mystic River, Scary Movie Three. That as a as it's a, a crazy as a doesn't doesn't really uh, make any sense to me. But no, I do think hundred ten million dollars makes sense because. Granted, I think this yeah. is when the franchise uh, goes down. Obviously, um, but oh, this is com- the end coming, of the franchise. <laughs> but it's coming off the best one. I, I think maybe this one has more scary goodwill movie two than, is- than any of this. No movie, no scary movie had more goodwill than this one. Um, and I don't also, disagree with you on that because scary like, movie two is is fantastic. Uh, like the rundown, I rewatched this movie with our guest uh, David Cortez's, um, and I got to say, this movie holds up like a son of a bitch. The Kevin Hart, Ev- uh, Anthony Does Anderson it? stuff is great. Uh, my boy from the Naked nice. Gun is on fire, um, and of course uh, Charlie Sheen with the with the donuts, <laughs> with the donut and the uh, right. and the, the sub <laughs> yeah. the hero. Um, Charlie Sheen's playing Mel Gibson in this movie. <laughs> yeah, but and and uh, Leslie Nielsen's peeing out of his finger. It's a fun fun time for everyone. Speak- Leslie Nielsen is that his name? Hey. I don't know. Yeah, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, I want to say this real quick. Uh, this is the M Night Shyamalan's new movie, Old. That trailer is hilarious. <laughs> oh, what, because of the time frame everyone's working on? It's so absurd. <laughs> she was 11 today. She's pregnant also today. Yeah, it's so bad. That can't be good, right? Why the <laughs> fuck would I know? I'm not watching Schmigadoon. You think I'm watching this shit on Apple? You must be high. Boy. I mean, I am, but you must be. Um. Has Ed Night Shyamalan actually made a good movie? Because no, I, I re- absolutely not. I rewatched The Sixth Sense, and it is not that good. <laughs> good? No. Uh, uh, genre? Yes. <laughs> He's made some genre movies. Unbreakable and Split are are if, movies. Now, now you you're you're from Philly, so you can relate to this. If I you can. were M Night Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. Would you just be like everyone knows that you're the twist guy? Wouldn't you just be like I'm not? I'm gonna make five movies in a row, zero twists, very straightforward, just good movies, and just prove that I can be a good director? Because like everyone knows that's his gimmick, and they're just the whole time people are watching his movies, they're just trying to figure out what the twist is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think the twist of old is that those are the beaches of South Philadelphia. Boom. Oh, that's confusing because I didn't think there were beaches there. There are. They are beautiful. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I can't wait to go. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, can't all right. wait to have a South Philly beach day. Okay. Uh, the ma- Number one, The Matrix Revolution is <laughs> the one that sucks the hardest. $139 million. <laughs> and, uh, man, what is this? This is the we – got, we got Will Smith's wife. She's in it. Jada. Uh, the whole movie is pitch black. That's happening. Uh, black and green, Zion. baby. <laughs> you know what it is. Lauren Hill loves this movie. We're bringing back all the classics, though. You got mm. Neo. You got Morph. You got Trinity. You got Morph. Agent Smith. <laughs> got Morph. Uh, sounds like an animal sidekick. <laughs> but uh, it is. Yeah this this movie is uh, this is the second one, right? 
No, it's the third. Is this the third and one? Fi- dude, oh, that's, wow. yeah. that's the thing, is that Kill Bill Volume 1 comes out. the names are so bad. And Matrix <laughs> Revolutions come out. And it's like it's like this three-year period where, where, where four because, movies come out in two franchises. Well, yeah, well, that's because they filmed, like, Revolutions and Reloaded around the same time. So they came out within the same year. Or Do you in know a how long year. it took those men to grow those, those crispy white dreadlocks? Of course you film them back-to-back. You kidding me? I would know. It's <laughs> a fair movie. Fair point. Um, so yeah, this movie just blows out all it's the other movies. Movie. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm not good at talking sometimes. Uh, but no, th- it just blows out all the other movies in the water. So this movie did 139 domestic. I believe worldwide is 400 and like 50,000 something crazy. 427,000. Uh, uh, sorry, 427 million worldwide. So yeah, huge, huge hit. Still, those Matrix movies, even though they're. Um, coming off a what would have to be considered a disappointing sequel <laughs> honestly dude the wachowskis they need to they need to shut it down that every every movie they make makes me not like them as filmmakers more it's getting worse and worse and worse and honestly i'm like worried I, about the matrix 4 <laughs> i'm like this could this could I, somehow I, still be the worst one which would be incredible <laughs> Oh, I hope it's the worst one. I don't want. They have they made make nothing one, good since good. The, right. There's they have no good movies besides the Matrix, which I found out I, recently was stolen from someone. They 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 completely ripped it off. Oh, I didn't know that. Big time. Well, I I I will say this. I know that there are a lot of people that love Speed Racer and a lot of people that love Cloud Atlas, but those are not the majority. <laughs> Damn, damn Skippy. But there are people that ride and die for those two movies. Uh, they wow. absolutely love them. Wow. Uh, correction. Jupiter, Jupiter Ascending is a crazy movie, and I haven't seen Sensei. You don't like lizards? You don't like Eddie Redman as lizards? Uh, uh, straight up, um, Time Magazine, uh, uh, the uh, Sophia Stewart <laughs> won her court case uh, against the Wachowskis um, in 2013, which is 10 years after this movie. Uh, she won the she won the court case and uh, they had to they had to pay her the rights of the movie. Yeah, they they stole it and oh, it was shit. proven in, in the court of law. <laughs> wow. Um, but you saying you don't like lizards was so fucking funny. I can't wait for you to. That's hear all that. I know about that movie. That's all I know is Red so Mane funny. with the slithery face. Oh boy. Um, I would like to rewatch um. Speed Racer and Cloud Atlas, but uh, the rest of the Wachowskis. I mean, definitely I do not, like the main definitely movie not movie Cloud Atlas, so. but I'll, I'd watch uh, Speed Racer again. Why? Because it's four hours long <laughs> and bad. <laughs> yes, but you love Tom Hanks. Oh God, man! If, if I if oh. I if I could cancel the people I wanted to cancel, let me tell you. All right, now we got to give out some awards. All right, what is your shelf life? Oh, oh no, shit. sorry. I apologize. Worst I went out of order. What is your worst title? Die, mommy, die. <laughs> uh, one thing. Uh, so this is. It's not a. The name is not great. I just. I don't know what this movie is about. But I saw this. And I'm like, I have to point this out. There's a movie called Nine Dead Gay Guys. <laughs> oh, holy <laughs> and shit! And I just. I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's oh, about. Oh, I see. I have it an now. idea. Oh no! First of all. I have an idea because it made twenty six thousand dollars. That's <laughs> yes. nuts. Yeah, so that's uh, the name of the movie. Well, John, the description of the movie is two Irish lads stumble through London's gay scene. So 
I'm going to say this movie stars a young Liam Neeson. No, black people. Sorry. My bad. Yes. Knew he was a bigot. Well, I mean, he did. He No, he realized he was wrong in the end. That is the. Uh... <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. He's my bad. He's none of the above. He just he just snitching on himself on public television. That's what yeah. it is. None of the above. Copy that. <sighs> okay. What is your shelf life for this season? School of Rock. You went shelf life for that. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say there's really no world where our best favorite and shelf life are not a combination of the same three movies. I, I was thinking about it, and they all fit perfectly. So, so I went with uh, Lost in Translation. All right, uh, but but I mean, it was it was a tough choice. I don't really understand how Lost in Translation <laughs> but is say, super you know rewatchable, I'm, but. <laughs> I, I've seen I've watched it like five to six times. I love it. Um, no, I, I meant literally because I've only seen it twice. You know what? I will. I'm. You know what? I'm going to change my answer to Intolerable Cruelty because I just rewatched it and I love it. It's so good. Shelf. Oh, for to shelf clear, life. To be clear, the shelf life rule is that it's a movie that might have been at your auntie's yeah. house and you had to see it all the time. Intolerable yeah, Cruelty was at your auntie's house. <laughs> was your auntie well, fucking? Uh, I almost said Rachel McAdams. Francis McDormand? Is that your aunt? I don't have see, I don't have any aunts, so that kind of throws me well, off. Well, you should check with Francis McDormand because she might be yours. Alright, I'll call her. Alright. Uh <laughs> Alright, fine. I will stick with my answer of loss of translation. Cool. You're asking me. What is your yes right. What is your uh what is your favorite? My favorite movie best is absolutely Kill Bill. In case you haven't heard this podcast before. Yeah, mine is also Kill Bill. All right, now... No, no, I'm sorry. No, I oh had that backwards. God. Mine is School of Rock. <laughs> so that's your... Okay, really fucking up my yeah. thing with the intolerable cruelty stuff. So I don't even remember. What was your shelf life again? We're, we're, we're I'm sticking with Lost in Translation. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then... All right, cool. Now I got your favorite. All right. Yeesh. What's your best, John? You suck. I thought we were going to have a, 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 a Bill Street off, but... <laughs> A, be- a Beal off. Nah, but I don't want to be the same as you. Beal me like, off. That's annoying. Why do you build me off? Um, what? It's not bad. Surprisingly worked. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, I'm sorry. So, what did you say for your favorite? Guess. You said Phil, you said Kill Bill. Phil Bill. <laughs> yeah, I said Phil Bill. You got it. Phil Bill. Yeah. Phil Bill. Uh, what is with- your uh, What is your best movie? My best movie is Lost in Translation. Okay, I'm going with Kill Bill. <laughs> there was supposed to be School of Rock in there somewhere for you, but you had to bring Intolerable Cruelty into my, my house of No, truths. I took it out. I got it out of there. I do want to point out also, there's a movie that I saw when I was in high school, and this movie came out uh, probably the year after it came out, because I watched it at a buddy's house. Uh, it's a movie called Elephant, which is a... Um, Gus... No. Yeah, Lars Ventrier? I thought it was Gus Lars Ventrier. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, you're right. It is Gus Van. Uh, Gus, yeah, I get those guys. Their names mixed up. Uh, a movie called Elephant, which is about a school shooting that is very, very intense. That, and uh, I just want to point that because it, it's a crazy movie. Shout out uh, number Blue- 28 on this list. $5 million. The station agent, Bobby Cannavale and Peter Dinklage. I've been needing oh, yeah. to watch the movie. It's on Criterion Channel. I'm fucking up. Oh, nice. All right. Now let's do. Let's do some last looks. What are we recommending for the streamers out there in Streamland? Uh, my last look is going to be on Amazon Prime. It is Justin Curzel's Macbeth, starring Marion Cotillard as Lady Macbeth. 
and uh, Michael Fassbender as Macbeth. This is a 2015 movie that was very underlooked. Uh, if you are a fan of The Green Knight, you will be a fan of this movie. I just saw The Green Knight in theaters, and uh, I didn't love it, but it did make me uh, realize that I do like movies like it. And that is to say, movies that are very slow and boring, but are beautiful. Macbeth, Amazon Prime. Very good. I'm very proud of you for actually giving a description this time. <laughs> it's it's good job. I'm not proud um, of you. Several reasons. I'm right. Rec- <laughs> fair. I'm recommending a movie that's on Hulu called Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. It's a very silly comedy with Kristen Wiig and uh, Annie uh, Momolo, I believe is how you say her name. Uh, and it's very silly and very funny. I highly recommend it. Jason Momoa. Awesome. <laughs> Nader, what are we watching next episode? All right, next episode we will be watching Annette on Amazon Prime, the Adam Driver musical fantasy. That's available on August twentieth. So it'll be on another Friday, a big Friday release. We're getting these uh, new releases out Freaking very Friday. hot and heavy. Nader, have you seen the trailer for this movie, John? Oh yeah, yeah. This is gonna be. We got. We got a weird one. I don't know what this. I don't know what this movie is going to be, but I'm excited to find out. I think we're gonna have quite a lot to talk about, literally, no matter what. That's right. Uh, if you if you guys want to uh, support the show, you can follow us online at the Stream Pod on Instagram and at the Stream underscore Pod on Twitter. You can email us at thestreampod at gmail.com. Not how you feeling? Relieved, man. Just so relieved. <laughs> you don't know how big a favor you just did me there. Almost, Nada, I had a mild please, heart attack. I was like, oh, fuck, I got to do one more thing. And Nada, can you please give us our, our the new sign-up for the show? <laughs> fuck, man, fuck apples. <laughs> <laughs>